So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. We're here with Alex from Young Culture. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, what inspired you to start the band, and why is that the band named Young Culture? Gotcha, noise. Uh, first off, just want to say thank you guys for having me. But um, thank you for coming. Yeah, on. let's start. Yeah, of course, of course. What started the band was um me and me and Gabe, who plays guitar in our band. Uh, we like start. We became friends probably like when we were like 11 in like sixth grade. And um, we were like, he didn't play music before he met me, but I like kind of taught him how to play guitar. And then we, uh, from there, we were in like a different band together. And that kind of like fizzled apart. And then you can find the early Young Culture demos. Um, and, uh, and then that turned into What is Young Culture? Mm-hmm. And that pretty much just started our senior year of high school been about uh, i think four years now and um and um so from there uh the band name um honestly where it comes from is we just we just kind of like came up with a bunch of uh names me and gabe and we put them in a list and we both had young culture but um to add on to that it's just like it really fits the name because like it's kind of what our music is and like kind of what it like stands for you know what i mean yeah Yeah. wait so are you saying like you both had like two lists of band names and you both had young culture on it. Yeah, that's yeah, oh that's my exactly God. what I mean. That is so cool. <laughs> that is awesome. Wow. I know, I know, it's crazy, wow. right? It's meant to be. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. It was meant to be. Destiny. <laughs> so what would you say your writing process is like? Well, <clears throat> when we started out too, like it's kinda it's kinda grown because um you know we've like added band members in and whatever because um it, <clears throat> when it started out it was just me and gabe but um i would pretty much just like write most of the songs on on like acoustic guitar which i still do like a lot of the time it still is like a good majority of the songs i'll just like go with my acoustic guitar and and write these songs um and then like get like the skeleton down and then t- kind of like take it to the cutting room and like we'll uh we'll just like you know make it into like a full band song or whatever but um, as of lately, um, you know, it's it's more of like a collaborative thing. Like Gabe's really good at making like beats on um on like his computer, and um we'll we'll get a lot of song ideas from that. And um our guitarist Troy is like an incredible guitar player, so he'll just send me like guitar riffs and stuff, and and then I'll like write lyrics. But you know, it's it's more collaborative now than than it was before, really. That's cool. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Um, so how do you feel about the reception to your new singles, Holiday in Vegas, and I'll Be There? Um, yeah, no, it's been awesome. I would say, like, um, you know, timing-wise for I'll Be There was a little, uh, a little difficult to, Mm -hmm. um, to comprehend, but, um, but, you know, when we put out Holiday in Vegas, we knew, like, that was, like, the first one that we wanted to put out this year because it's just kind of like a fun you know no frill single it's just like a fun pop rock song it's pretty mm-hmm. straightforward so we're like all right this is a good one to start out with i'll be there um you know that one was more of a uh more had more meaning to it and that one was one that we kind of been sitting on for a while that i i knew was really special and and um <clears throat> yeah no as far as reception goes you know I'm, I'm always grateful i'm always grateful whenever anybody listens to it but um especially this time around you know like just um with, with the state of our nation in the world right now. Um, and we had had the song plan to come out for so long. Like we, we really struggled with, uh, is it the right time to put out, you know, this song into the world? Um, yeah. um, 
and you know ultimately we decided to not do the music video uh right now at this but um yeah no ultimately i'm I'm really glad we have the best fans in the world they seriously are so supportive and amazing <laughs> yeah well just for my uh two cents i thought they were very good um so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that was good I, I'm, I'm a huge fan <laughs> of them so thanks yeah um thanks so where was your headspace when you were writing those two singles um so pretty much with holiday in vegas that's an example of a song where troy had written a guitar part and like kind of just like sent me like a voice memo you know that you can do on your phone he sent me a voice memo of of just like a riff that he was playing and and you know and then i kind of like figured it out on guitar and then and then you know like the lyrics came and um that one like i said like i was just trying to write like a fun song i was kind of in a mindset of writing a lot of like pop songs so i was like all right i want to write like like go back to young culture roots and like write like a really good like pop rock song Mm -hmm. and um yeah and so that one was the mindset for that and like that one i literally probably just like sat down and wrote that one in like an hour or two and and you know like sometimes those are the best songs um i'll be there yeah i'll be there that one came along kind of like the opposite of that um where like gabe had made like a beat because that one's more like electronic he made like a beat on his computer and i like loved it and it's still is very similar to how like that how the song turned out mm-hmm. and i like loved it and i just knew i had to do justice for it and i i, I want to write this song about unity and togetherness and about like community mm-hmm. and that one actually took a little longer uh to write but it eventually came together and it's just it's just a simple song you know and and so my mindset for that one absolutely was just feeling like you know we needed we needed community and we needed to all stand together so yeah. more or less <laughs> all right yeah wonderful um thanks so i spoke to i called into the hotline and i spoke to troy he said the hotline was your idea so like it's so different can you tell me like what was going on in your head how you came up with that idea yeah of course Uh so um so yeah like like i said like we we planned this rollout a while back um probably around when when uh covid quarantine started um and pretty much we wanted to target it like I said, it's a song about unity and community and togetherness. And, and we wanted to target it to our our fan base at a time when people are are feeling, you know, lonely and low. And it's like, you know, because that's the message of the song. I'll be there for you when you need me. Mm-hmm. I promise you I'm never leaving. And um, I was just trying to think of ways to get creative with it. Um, and I, I, I thought, you know, like doing like a hotline where people can literally call and talk to us and like something very personal. And, 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 and you know, I just... I don't know where I got the idea from. I think I've seen other people do similar things, but nothing like that. And, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. It was just great, though, because, like, we, we got to talk to all of our, like, friends and family and fans and just, like, it was amazing. It was a really great couple of days. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It was really great. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a super cool idea. And I, I've personally never seen any bands do it. I, uh, I know bands do, like, oh, the thanks. texting thing, but nobody actually sits down and talks to their fans, like, one-on-one like that so yeah mm. thanks yeah it was fun <laughs> yeah. so are your two newest singles holiday in vegas and i'll be there leading up to an album and if they are can you tell us like literally anything about the album <laughs> there's uh there's not too much that i can i can really say about it right now and that just being because um i don't know too much. a lot of it's really up in the air for any of our uh, musician friends, 2020 got kind of mm-hmm. fudged um, because of COVID, you know, and it's like a lot of things got canceled. Pretty much 
every tour that we had booked for 2020 is canceled, I think, along with, you know, everybody else. So um, as far as the album goes, we're, we're, we're not really sure what to do with it right now. So, you know, I, I will say that these two singles um, are songs that uh, we recorded um, for the album and at the time. Um, yeah, just right now, it's, it's pretty uncertain, but I mean, yeah, there, there is an album. I will say that there is okay. a debut young culture album and, um, uh-huh. yeah, it's my favorite thing we've ever done, but, uh, wow. right now it's just all very uncertain. So we're just sitting on it. I guess it's the only way I can really say it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right. Yeah. Excited uh, though. Very yes. Excited. Very excited. Uh, so I know you said you have a music video for, uh, all right. So I know you said you have a music video for that new single you guys just dropped. But the release obviously got pushed back. Is right. there anything you can tell us about that music video in particular? Yeah, absolutely. So, like I said, you know, like our plan initially was to have the music video come out with the song because it's like incredible. But like, um, you know, right when we started this rollout was um, was the same day or the day uh, before or after that uh, the death of George mm-hmm. Floyd happened, and that was something that really really struck me band really hard like mm-hmm. we care about it, like so much and we just it, it, it really was just like a terrifying thing to happen and we were confused because we had this really awesome rollout but it wasn't like the right time to be bringing something like that into the world like our uh, our, our music video and whatnot because it's a very happy uplifting positive thing and, and we before we uh we were gonna put out the song in the video we decided to pull the video for for the time being because it's just not what the world needs right now you know i mean like the song has a good message for people to hear but um but you know like i think that we we need to just hear the message for it first um but anyways yeah the music video the music video will be coming out um eventually it's it's really fun i don't want to give away too much about it but it's something that is completely out of our ballpark you know i think the song and this video are two like very different things that we've never approached before so yeah i'm excited for people to see it um should be coming out you know whenever the time is right whenever we feel like it's uh, appropriate yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. so because we're all stuck inside with the uh, you know quarantine and everything uh what bands have you been listening to to pass the time oh man I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look at my my Apple quick. Take a look at this. <laughs> All right. Okay. Because there's been a lot. Like, um, you know, I really um have been enjoying the new 1975 album. Oh yes. Been, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got great taste in music, Lori. You Thank know that? you. <laughs> oh my god. Finally. Uh, yeah. Someone said um, it. Finally, God. Yeah. I really, I really been um listening to this band called Heim, who's a really great uh band. Um, Phoebe Bridgers, who's like an awesome like folk singer, been listening to yeah, a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think there's this new. I don't really like Machine Gun Kelly, but there's this <gasps> new song that he put out. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think it's yeah. Valentine. Yeah. Buddy Valentine's slaps. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, I one, it's one of those songs. Yeah. It's one of those songs where I was just like, oh, like I don't know if I want to like this, but it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh yeah, God. so yeah, that's just a few of them. <laughs> All right. Wow. Uh, Your music yeah. taste. I'm sorry. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Glory's yeah, giving it the will... chef's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you're writing music, what artists are your biggest inspirations? 
Oh, man. Well, I can say this from an early age. Um, what really got me into this type of music um, was when I was at like an FYE when I was like in, in uh, I think like first or second grade. And um, and from under the cork tree by Fall Out Boy had just came out. And I and yeah, and I heard like Sugar were going down and I like begged my mom to get the album. And that was like what like really got me into this type of music. But um, I'd say like like nowadays, um, my my like music influence has kind of just shifted to more of you know like kind of like R&B and and pop and and hip hop kind of stuff because that's kind of what I got into more in my high school years. But it's funny how it all kind of like loops back around to the things that you know I was I was really into uh, in my formative years. But as far as influences go, it's just everyday life and, um, and you know, just, just the people that I meet. They, like, I, I can honestly say that, like, the people in my life influence me uh, creatively and, you know, artistically more than anything else. So I guess that's the main thing for me. <laughs> okay. That's wonderful. Yeah. Again, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so on your EP, you you have a feature mm-hmm. with Derek from State Champs. How did you mm-hmm. meet? How how did that uh, collab happen? Right. So Derek Derek's been a good friend of ours for a long time, and um, and just seriously one of the most incredible people, extremely humble, and so so talented at what he does. It's mm-hmm. insane. Um. But uh, yeah, no, we had known him for like a little bit because he's from the same uh, hometown as us, and so his band was was getting pretty big when we were like like starting high school, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, and so uh, long story short, we went when we went out to record that first album, you when we were in high school, me and Gabe were I think just graduating sophomore year, um, uh, we uh, had like these managers and they sent us out. To a place called Panda Studios in California, and they were like, "All right, like we're gonna do that. Derek's gonna go produce it." And that's when we uh, became really good friends. And and you know, and it was just kind of like a no brainer, like to have him do like a feature on the album too. And and yeah, it's great. I still I still listen to that song every once in a while, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is a bop." Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. Thanks. Um, so I saw you guys on the Have Mercy tour before all this shit went down, and. Um, how did you guys get on the Have Mercy final tour? Are you with? And oh um, uh, yeah, no, yeah. And uh, what was it like doing a tour like that? Because I know the emotions were high. I was at the Asbury oh, show. Oh yeah. So um. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's great. I don't know if we met at the Asbury show or not, but um, that's cool that you were there. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's um, you know, it was. You're completely right. It was a very emotional tour. Mm-hmm. Um, our amazing booking agent, uh, Jason Parent got us on that. And, um, yeah, like it was just, it was crazy. Like, because, you know, obviously like have mercy was a band that, um, that I was into for a long time. And, and, uh, you know, the whole tour was just very emotional and some nights better than others, but it was just like, you know, it was a very emotional tour and it was incredible. Like, I, I will say this first tour know anybody on the tour like ahead of time and and um became like best friends with uh, a band called fredo disco that was on the tour oh, that's cool and became very close with uh selfish things and have mercy like it was just such an amazing tour full of like camaraderie and and friendship and and uh yeah i wish that it got a proper ending but mm-hmm. um 
you know, everything happens for a reason, I'd like yeah. to think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was very wholesome. Um, Thanks. <laughs> so, do you have a favorite memory from that tour? From that tour? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> favorite memory from the whole tour? Well, I, I I will say this much, like, I remember, um, like, the first leg of the tour, like, the East Coast leg was was just incredible. It was such a movie, and, like, we, like, we're all having so much fun together. And I just particularly remember uh, the show in Tampa. I, for some reason, I never have a great time in Florida. I mean, I have Ouch. nothing against it, but, yeah. yeah, I just, I just, it's just always, like, uh, I don't know, I always feel like something goes wrong, but... We had this incredible day in Tampa where, you know, all of us were all hanging out and we were all on this like strip and there were, uh, we were in this city, uh, called Ybor city and mm-hmm. it's just got chickens everywhere and like they just roam the streets and you know, like we were all just walking around the city and like we, uh, I don't know, like I couldn't even pinpoint to you like one thing in particular that was so amazing about it. But you know, when you just have those days when it's just like, wow, like such a fucking excuse my language such a beautiful day <laughs> like you know and um and yeah it was just great and the show was great so that day in tampa is just something where it's like i'll always remember that you know i'll always think back to to how incredible that was and yeah <laughs> so just that <laughs> day and all right um, right yeah so do you have any pre-show rituals uh more or less so i do try to warm up my voice every time and um I do like this like YouTube video. It's like a five minute warm up, five minute vocal warm up that uh, um, um, Eric from Heart Attack made when I was on tour with them one time, and uh, and it's worked for me like every time. And like I've always wanted to look for like a vocal warm up that worked for me. And that one I still do like even before I practice. So I guess that's a big one. Uh, drink a lot of water, um, and just um, during the day get a lot of sleep. Like any of the guys in my band will tell you like. If I'm not like driving, uh, and we're in the van going somewhere, like I'm dead asleep the whole time. I'm, I love sleeping, so you know. Yeah. Sleep's great. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, do you have a top three like list of songs to play live? Ooh, top three list of songs to play live. I'm um I'm assuming you mean like our our songs, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, all right, all right. Um, well, I really enjoy playing Drift live mm-hmm. um which is usually the one that we play last um uh on this last tour we played holiday in vegas and that one's awesome it's always so much fun playing like new songs um and another one uh a song called pure gold that we have um off yeah. of our second ep blue that one is is so much fun to play live and it's just like it's just people it's like a bop so people always like jump to it kind of and i and i think that's like so much fun you know uh so what is your dream venue to play in (laughs) need me to say that again oh yeah sorry i think it cut out (laughs) okay uh so what is your dream venue to play in wow dream venue to play in well you want to know what's something funny is like starting this i've played like a few of them which is like insane yeah i mean like you know the smaller scale ones like um like one that was a huge milestone for us was um chain reaction in anaheim california Mm. um yeah because like you know growing up like you know just like so many videos i watch like 
you know, you see that like corny sign in the background that just says like chain reaction and like, and like, you know, and just so many iconic bands played there. And, and so that was an amazing one. And, and now we played that one a few times. And then on, um, on the have mercy tour, uh, we played LA and, um, we played the Roxy theater, oh, wow. which was, yeah, which I was like, I do, I should not be here. Like <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was incredible. But, um, you know, other than that, like, there's still a lot of um, venues in New York City, you know, now that that I uh, that I really want to play. That just for some reason we never have, like like uh, you know, like Webster Hall and and uh, Gramercy Theater and um, Terminal Five and things like that. And then obviously there's Madison Square Garden, and that's oh, kind of, of the pinnacle. You don't yeah. really get much bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, once quarantine ends, I hope. You have to do that. Yeah, they're playing Madison Square Garden. Sell them out yeah. Madison Square Garden. Oh, I'm speaking <laughs> into an existence. Oh, yeah. Of course, of course. So, where do you see the in the next five years? Man, uh, I'll say this much. In, in some aspects, you know, I'm I'm further ahead of, uh, uh, than where I would have ever thought I would have been, and, and I'm not, you know? So, like, I've, I've you know, tried to not really uh project where i think that will be and what i think we'll be doing because you know expectations can can be a funny thing you know they're great when they're met but it's really sad when it's not but in the next five years like i'll tell you this much like i know that we'll still be working hard and and doing exactly what we do because like one thing that's true about um young culture out of is you know everything we've done is organic and we never did anything like the wrong way you know it's just like we've, we've always stuck to our gut and like done what we thought is right and i think that i just see ourselves continuing to do that and hopefully that makes for a very genuine and uh you know incredible future because that's what we're trying to set ourselves up for so those are the things i can hope for and by that time i think we definitely will have our uh first album out <laughs> oh yeah let's <laughs> hope uh, <laughs> yeah Please. so um for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. Yeah. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Ooh, okay. All right. All right. Man, I, I know I sound boring, but I'm a big water drinker. But if I have to say like it's like my last drink, I'm going to go for like like a nice Pinot Noir or something. <laughs> like a glass of wine. All right. um, and then for food? Oh man, it's either. I guess I should pick one. Probably a Chipotle burrito. Okay. <laughs> right. Solid. Solid. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What fillings though? Ooh, okay. Exactly. All right. All right. So this is gonna be yeah, that's true, right? Because it's a vague, it's a vague thing. Yeah. It's very exactly. Um. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, since it's my death row wish, and I don't have to pay extra for guac and queso, <laughs> put that on there. Um, I would do brown rice, uh, pinto beans, Ooh. chicken, right. um, mild and medium salsa, nice. sour cream and cheese. Yeah. And then guac and, uh, queso. Cause whatever, it's my last meal. It doesn't matter how I feel the next day. Exactly. <laughs> Solid. Right. Yeah. So if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Hmm. One fictional world. Uh, Hogwarts, Harry Potter world. All right. What house? Mm -hmm. 
Ooh, you know, I would like to think that I'd be Gryffindor, but okay. I think I always think that I'd be in uh, Ravenclaw for some reason. Ravenclaw, good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, as long as it's not Slytherin, I think we're in the clear. <laughs> no, that's exactly. Fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, <laughs> and I have the honor of asking the last question. Uh, most people say it's the most important question. What is your favorite right. color? Favorite color? Oh man, you know it's it, I. I hate to be this guy changes so often, but I will say this right now. I'm very into green. I'm very into the color green uh-huh. and I'm very into like, just like nature colors. And, and, uh, yeah. So green, that's it's the like one a, I'm going with. All right. It's like a naturey <laughs> green. Okay. Nature-y green. Yes. Solid. Um, so as I said, that's all the questions we have for you. Is there anything you would like yeah. to plug? Um, yeah, no, I just want to say, you know, if you haven't checked out the music, um, you can check it out it's on, uh, you know, whatever Spotify, Apple Music, um, anywhere you look. We're on all social medias. Um, I just want to say, you know, uh, right now we're in a really crazy time, and you know, I don't know if by the time that this comes out, that we'll still be in it. But um, you know, I just want to make it clear that uh, you know, Black Lives Matter, and um, um, we stand, we stand with every every person of color, everybody that is fighting for the same cause as us. Um, we're always going to be an ally. And uh, if it's something that you're, that you don't know much about, um, I think it's important that we all get educated because right now we're living in a time that, uh, you know, we really need to stand together and be a community. So that's my biggest plug right there. That's the Hell big yeah. plug that you should take away. Yeah. <laughs> I respect it. Yeah. Um, thank you. So thank <laughs> you for now listening. Congrats on the uh, single release guys. So uh, yeah. this has been Alex from Young Culture and we're the Good Noise Podcast.